Table Talk, a place for honest conversations and getting to meet friends. My name is Betsy Thompson, and I'm here with Luke Wilbanks. Hello, thanks for having me. So Glad thankful that you were able to come join us. We're so excited about Table Talk and really having a place where you can get to meet some people that maybe you wouldn't have met otherwise. But then also we get to just have some honest conversations about things going on here at the church and Absolutely. just about God's word and lots of different things. We've got some really fun things planned. And we're so excited, Luke, that you were able to come well, hang out you. today. It's going to be fun. It's going to be really, really great. Okay, so first, Luke, first question. Just introduce yourself sure. a little bit. Tell us about your family. Um, just introduce yourself. All right. Luke Wilbanks. <laughs> I've been at Sagemont Church now for 11 years. Wow. Um, but got a great family. My wife, Betsy, we've been married. I'll be 19 years this yes, year. Different Betsy, um, not this Betsy. Correct, different Betsy. Correct, we get that often. She's a sweet friend, and we're yes. like, we have to differentiate which Betsy we're <laughs> right. referring to. Betsy Wilbanks, <laughs> maiden name Hips. She grew up in this church. Yes. Um, we have three boys. We have Pete, who is our oldest. He is 14. Then we have Charlie, who is our middle child. He is 12. Yep. And then Tom, who is our youngest, and he is eight. And so and they have a lot of fun. They're super low-key. Together, yeah. They just are real yeah, chill <laughs> all the time. If you follow Betsy Wilbanks, my wife on uh, Facebook, you get to see all the yes. stories of what she goes yes. through. I saw. Um, you, I think I saw earlier that uh, the older boys were making a movie or a video and just said, Tom, we need you to fall down the stairs. Correct. It was, it was the youngest really, no, one he just was not fall injured, down the stairs. But yes, he did take the youngest one and See? tried to throw him down the stairs. And so um, it is never boring at our house. No. Uh, I had a lady stop by the ministry booth the other day when I was working and said, I follow your um, wife on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Yes. And she, she's raising four boys. No. <laughs> Our three boys and myself. Right, and yourself. So and then also pray for her. <laughs> Betsy's amazing. She does a fabulous job. Yes. And they are sweet, precious boys. They are. And it's neat to see them growing up and falling in love with the Lord and his work and what he's doing. And it's really yes. neat to get to see that. It's part of life. You raise it kids, is. there's a there's a precious sweet side and you know, they go hang with the grandparents and the grandparents say, you know, they're wonderful when they're with us. Sure. Of and course. so and then at home with yourself, it's it's just you another get, story. You're in charge of the training. Absolutely. And then they do great when they're with other people then. That means you're doing something right. Well, we'll continue okay. to pray for us and our kids. <laughs> and the other thing piece. I love is that's not the only living things at your house. That is correct. People might not know. Y'all have a miniature farm. We do. Basically. It is growing, and we're trying to control that. We have 11 goats. We just had four <laughs> new kids uh, from the goats. And then we have 18 or so chickens, depending on what's happened recently. And one rogue rabbit that has joined our yes. flock. So with the was, chickens. He hangs with the he chickens. Hangs with the, like he just showed up, and he just walks around with the chickens and hops around. So and funny. so it wasn't a pet rabbit that we bought and right. had. It just Now, is up. this your heart's desire? Is it Betsy's heart? Des like, who loves the goats and the chickens and all the things? It's, the boys have okay. always wanted a dog. Yes. And as much as awesome and cool as dogs are, we've never really felt the call to have a dog. Right. <laughs> and so we thought, well, maybe chickens will satisfy that niche. Yes. And they are super easy to take care of. Sure. And you get and eggs. And you get eggs. Beautiful and, eggs. Yes. And so we get, we're getting 12 or 13 a day now. Yeah. And so it's really good. So you can use those. Um, and then the goats, we just, I thought. They're cool dogs. I mean, with horns. I mean, what's they better are. than a dog is a dog with horns. And so 
We're trying to satisfy them. It's just been neat to have when people come yeah. over to get to see goats and get to hang out with the chickens yes. and, and hang out with them. And the little so. baby goats are so cute. They are very oh, cute. They're and just so precious. It's really neat. So yeah. it's so been fun, fun to have. That's so, awesome. Well, it's kind of a family adventure and yes. something that our, our kids can have when they grow Y'all up. The memories they will have of, yes. oh, we had goats. And yes. We did get ba- uh, new baby chicks the other day. So okay. we have 12 of those um, that we're raising up as well to join with the other flocks. Listen, so. raising animals is a good thing. To do, however Absolutely. it looks for your family, it is a good experience to take care of something other than yourself. Teaches them responsibility. Yes. It's a really good thing. And you get to learn how the process works yes. and how life works. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it's really good. First chicken that passed away, we had a funeral service a funeral, for yeah, it. And so thing. it was good for them to learn. That's right. That and part. then you had baby baby goats. Y'all have been having babies. We've so had baby goats. You've had both ends of the life spectrum. Absolutely. In so your backyard. Really in our backyard. <laughs> in the backyard. Yes. I love it. Okay, so you said you've been at Sagemont about 11 years. Correct. Mm-hmm. And Betsy grew like you said, Betsy and her family grew up here. Yes. So you know Sagemont. Talk a little bit about. Um, just your Sagemont story. Sure. How y'all got plugged in, what different areas you've served in, things that you've done. Yeah, so Betsy grew up here and her dad was on staff here. Um, And so when we moved here 11 years ago, I thought, let's check out Sagemont. That's the first one on our list, but also let's have some other churches sure. to go check out. And and we came to visit this one Sunday, visit here one Sunday, and we never visited another church. Wow. And so what Betsy had talked about and grew up in and, yeah. and her emotions and being here, she really loved. But then also as an outsider coming here, right. it was, wow, this is an amazing place to be with the people. And that's the yeah. people, you know, that may be watching today that they right. created a place um, that they've got has worked through them to make it hospitable and for us to come and worship and grow as a family. Yeah. And so we came, got involved, uh, started working with fifth graders at, at one point Fun. and helped in other different parts of the ministries. And yeah. so it's been, been a really great place to be a part of a church that loves God first, yes. but then they really love the community um, mm-hmm. and our surrounding area, the hearts of you, the hearts of our, yeah. of our, uh, of our staff. It's amazing. It's great. Um, which Sage Mon is an interesting place that the legacy is so strong, but it's also a place where you can join in to that legacy. Yes. It's not a, this exclusive legacy. It is a, no, this is our legacy because we want everyone to jump in and Correct. be involved. And it is all about Jesus. We get to do such amazing things, but Absolutely. the goal and the point is getting people to him. What I love that so. it's, a, it's a big church, but it's a small church as yeah. well. Is that, you know, if you're, if, me and my brother are total opposites on some things. And so one thing was, you know, one of us wanted to be, when you go visit a church, you kind of wanted to just kind of observe and watch and just right. kind of see what's there. The other one wanted yeah. to be talked to and, and held up and, you know, all kinds of shake your hands. I can't and imagine which one you were. I was actually the one that just kind of wanted to sneak really? in. Really? What? Because a lot of my life is where I'm. You're in front of people. I'm in front of people. And, okay, and talk about that for just, a second because we talked about your family. Correct. But what do you do? So I work Because people uh, might recognize you not from Sagemont. That is true. Sometimes I have to figure out, do they know me from Sagemont or from my work? I work with a chicken chain called Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Hopefully you've chain. heard of it. Uh, although Chick-fil-A. we do say we're not in the chicken business. We're in the people business. Yes. We just happen to serve chicken, which I think a lot of people can say that for their business. If, if you yeah. see it as a people business, much better. And so Absolutely. I do that for a living. Started when I was 16 at 5, 15 an hour as a team member and just stayed with it. I adore that. Kept going down the road until God said no, and he never did. And so yeah. um, I have two restaurants in Pasadena and get to work with some wonderful wonderful leaders yeah. and team members and really, really yeah. fun. So that's great. Yes. So that was my take when visiting church. Yeah. I was like, okay. I just kind of want to sneak in because okay. a lot of times people would know me, especially in a smaller right. community we were at before here. <laughs> right. Um, and so I, like, I just kind of want to observe and just see what it is. Um, yeah. And so my brother was the opposite. And okay. so and I feel like that's Sagemont. Whereas if you kind of want to coast in and, mm-hmm. and just kind of watch, you can do that. You can. Hopefully you get involved at that's some right. point. And that's always the goal is observe, but then yeah. get, and, get be a part of it. But if you want to come yeah. and get to know people through the Connection Center or through an iConnect class, you can 
join and right. uh, be as involved as you want to be. Jump in. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. That That's awesome. Okay, so uh, one thing that you're super involved with right now at Sagemont Church is one of the reasons I invited Luke to come and sit down and talk with us is we are in a transitional season of looking Absolutely. for a new lead pastor. And we just uh, announced and voted on the 11 member team that's going to be the Correct. pastor search team that's starting to meet. And um, you're on that team. I am. That's and correct. y'all have met a few, couple, few times. Two times so far. <clears throat> getting together and um, starting that process. And uh, in that first meeting, you were voted chairman, yes. team leader. What do they call, call it? Chairman. Chairman of the team. Yes. yes. So. so you're the chairman of that 11 person team plus four staff members. So correct. there's 11 volunteer servers, servant people, and then four staff meter members that are um, on that team. And they're wonderful, by the way. It's Stuart, yes. it's Chuck, it's Dr. Autry. Chuck uh, Davenport. Chuck Davenport. Yes. That's correct. And then and the Jonathan. Is Jonathan Morrison. Yeah. Yes. Amazing, amazing people. The whole team is fabulous. And yes. for y'all, as you continue to watch us on Table Talk and join us, and listen to Table Talk, uh, I'm going to have each of those 11 member team is going to come and hang out so you can get to know them. And I'm also going to have all four of the staff guys come. They're probably all four going to come at the same time and get to see them a little bit because this is a super important team that's been tasked by the church, but also by the Lord with a super important um, thing to go out and do. And so I know we want our people to know y'all. We want y'all to feel known and loved for and also just to be prayed for and hearing from y'all. And so, so glad you were able to come and kind of share. Um, So just. The team is very different too. And that's what's going to be really neat is that, you know, my story is very different than the other folks on the team. And so I got to call everybody after the first week and elected chairman. And the second meeting, I said, are we sure we want me to be the chairman? Because there's some really awesome people on here. And so it's really neat to have a team that you're excited to work with um, and really great people. If you don't know them, make sure you reach out and get to know them. Yes. Um, Which is going to be watching this. Yeah. Watch um, this and listen to this and you'll be able to get to know them a little bit more too. So kind of talk for just a second about where the process is, how it's going, kind of where y'all are at and maybe next steps. Absolutely. Um, We just started, so brand new. We don't have the process defined. Um, uh, Kind of put it in two buckets. There's the training piece and then there's the actual search piece. Um, And the first one is training. I kind of look at it like alignment. Is it, we want to know what Sagemont Church is because we've got people on the team that have been there since they were born. Right. Um, And people have been there a long time. We've got some that have joined. in the last four or five years. Right. And so we want to make sure we're aligned on, okay, who is it that God's going to have lead Sagemont? Mm-hmm. Because yes, you want a well-qualified candidate, but we want who God uh, who God has planned for our flock. Yeah. Um, and so, because every church is different and we mm-hmm. need to know who is Sagemont, what is our DNA? And so yeah. I feel like the training piece helps us align and go, okay, what is our DNA? What is Sagemont like? And right. I was reading through First and Second Timothy the other day, but right after that, I opened up the Sagemont storybook. It's a 50, uh, it's our 50th anniversary. Right. Big old book with lots of pictures yeah. and it was amazing how God worked through our first 50 years mm-hmm. here at Sagemont and how he's going to work through the rest of it and yeah. so I kind of this first part is we're we're taking in resumes and we're setting those to the side we're trying to go okay what's our pr- uh, process and training that we need to go through mm-hmm. um, in fact Dr. Autry is going to help us with that yeah. um, and just really learn and make sure we're all on the same page because as much as I can say I've read the Bible I grew up in church there's a lot of things I don't know on the spiritual sure. side especially on the church side yeah um, elder led versus congregational led there's lots of terms like that 
things. We need to figure mm-hmm. out and be on the same page. So that way when we're looking at candidates, uh, we find that one that we believe God has called us. It'll help us see that this is truly the one for Sagemont yeah. um, on that piece. So that's kind of the I first step. And then the second part, we don't have a plan yet. Uh, we have what we did last time, um, and we may follow that similarly, but we're going to have our chance for our team to talk right. about that a little bit. Um, and how do you how do you look through the resumes? How do you find the one that mm-hmm. God has for you mm-hmm. uh, for, our, for our church here? Yeah. And so that's kind of the big, big picture training first, and then we'll right. get to the resume I love uh, that. piece on that. Yeah. I love that there's specifically time for the training yes. because we have to, we want that. We want to do the work on the front end so that the process, we're prepared for that process. Absolutely. So I love that. Absolutely. I love that. So a couple of things I wanted to ask that um, people might have these questions. Sure. One, um, somebody might say, hey, I know somebody that I think might be a really good candidate. How do I get their information Absolutely. to y'all? Yes, uh, we would love for you to, if you know someone that you think would be a great fit for Sagemont, mm-hmm. um, we'd love for you to re- reach out to that person and confirm that that's right. something that you're okay getting their resume and giving <laughs> it to They don't want us. a cold call. <laughs> Somebody yes. go, hey, we heard you're, oh, you're not, you didn't tell anybody? Okay, we're sorry. So Correct. yeah, check so, with them first. Good call, good we call. We'd love for you to encourage to talk with them and pray yeah. with them and see if this is something that they might want to do. And if it is, then you can get the resume or you can have them send it to us. At yeah. past, uh, we have an email address pastor search team um, at sagemontchurch.org that is set up or any of the members you can just take that and hand it to them Mm -hmm. and they'll get it to me and we'll set those aside and and look at those when it's time I love that what is a good way that um, we as the church can love and encourage and support the search team sure Um, pray pray for us Um, and not just you know it says that you know the man looks at the outward appearances but Mm -hmm. God looks at the heart that's really difficult to do when you're doing an interview and looking at resumes to look and find the heart. And so we're going to be really relying on God and going, all right, God, this is you. Uh, How can you tell what someone's heart is like? Mm -hmm. So that's a difficult part. And it's a, it's not a burden, but a a big responsibility for us as a team to figure out, okay, what is their heart? You Mm -hmm. know, yes. Do they look good on paper? Can they preach a good sermon? But what is their heart? Do they have a heart for our church and our community and and those that aren't even a part of Sagemont yet? You know, those that may be unbelievers that are outside the church Mm -hmm. that are coming in. So pray for that. Um, and then we're going to give regular updates. And so hopefully we keep you in the process. There are some things because of the process that will be confidential. Very, you yes. know, we won't share any names or anything like that That's because right. if, if someone doesn't uh, come here, then right. and their church finds out they're um, looking. looking. That can right. cause a lot of uh, disenchantment at other churches. And yeah, we want to make sure that we're uh, really good about that. And so there are yeah. some times that the church team won't be able to share some, right. some things with you. And it's really not because we don't want to be transparent. It's just because we can't yeah. um, in some areas. But we're going to try to give regular updates. That'll and be so, great. Um, yeah. Praying for us, you know, just yeah. encouraging us when, yeah. you, when you see us. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Really help out. And I will say this, y'all. A great way to encourage them is by not asking things that they are not supposed to share. Like, don't even put somebody don't in the here. situation to have to look at you and go, hey, I can't share that. Yes. Like, that's a good way to love and encourage and support that team is just don't ask. Right. They will tell us when we need to know, when there's things that are out there. Absolutely. And then what that is, is trusting God with the process. Absolutely. And not trying to figure it out and look at it and just going, Lord, we trust you and we're going to pray and trust that he's going to do what he needs to do. But um, definitely praying for these guys and girls. And And we don't mind some questions, you know. Sure. About the process or different things. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And thoughts and prayers. I mean, I had a couple people come to me at the ministry booth. 
on Sunday and shared their yeah. thoughts. And I was very thankful yes. for that. And so yeah. it's good to hear that. Because that's another great thing I think that's good for people to know is they, if you have a thought or an idea, mm-hmm. please share that. You know, I mean, Absolutely. I know Brother John used to always say there's no bad idea because bad ideas might lead to really great ideas. And so share, you know, make sure if, if God puts something on your heart, share it. Absolutely. So Whether I love it's that. name or... Uh, part of the process or scripture, you know, something yeah. like that. We would love to hear that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so outside of just <clears throat> going through this process and uh, seeing who the who this man is that God's going to have for us, outside of that main thing, that that's Correct. why we're doing this is to see where, who this person is going to be that God has for us. What are the other big things you're asking of the Lord through this process? Sure. Um, so we have... We, we talked about a theme for our, our group, and we said pray and serve. Mm-hmm. And that's the two things. Number one, it reminds me to pray. Some of us on the team, we like to get things done. It's like, all right, let's get to work. Right. But really, we need to pause yeah. and pray before we start that and make mm-hmm. sure we're in the right direction, in the right realm. But then the serve piece, I said, is kind of a Christian kind of way to say, let's get to work. Yeah. Um, and let's do both and serve. And so really asking that God would grow our team. Yeah. Um, but then I'm really excited about Sage Mike going, okay, what if, what if, you know, it's easy to ask to pray because I feel like that doesn't take a lot of time. But what if we ask everybody in the church to serve so well? that the next pastor comes and goes, oh my goodness, this church is so healthy without a pastor. Yes. What would it look like when we got finally got someone to lead us in that top position? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so the serving piece, I'm really, it's a big passion of mine going, okay, yeah. how can we serve? And the great thing is we have a lot of people at Sagemont um, that serve so well, Absolutely. faithfully every Sunday, every Wednesday. But I would challenge our church to go, okay, if Wednesday or Sunday you're not serving somewhere, is there something you can yeah. add to your plate? Absolutely. Um, and so I I know there's lots of opportunities. So many opportunities. And it's not just... You know, the talking part, you know, no. the big on stage stuff. I love seeing um, the people doing the traffic, you know, yeah. picking up the cones. I see Andrea Parker's kids sometimes picking yep. up the cones after service. Man, that's a that's an important piece yep. to our church and the hospitality Absolutely. here. And um, there's a guy I always like to watch in the choir because um, he was instrumental in Betsy's life and he, mm-hmm. uh, she worked for him for a little bit. And just to see him grow. Um, and now he's he's older, uh, more wise. Right. And, uh, but just to see him worship in Christ. And yes. that's his role in the, in the choir. And yeah. so shout out to the choir and yes. wherever you may serve. But yes. I would love for us to have so many people that want to serve that we don't have enough opportunity. Mm. And so that way, no matter that, are we really going through a transition process right. or is it just we're growing as a church mm. and we just happen to not have a leader right now. And when we get that leader, it'd be fantastic mm-hmm. for us to go, okay, now we're, we're ready for the, for the next step. Right. And um, when we finish the Envision building, we know there's going to be an influx of students. Right. So I know they're going to need some really, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of help, a lot more people over there. They're going to have their space, but that doesn't mean it's going to be uh, able to handle all the kids, you know, right. because you need people to help right. serve those kids. <clears throat> and, and how many times have kids said, hey, you know, I remember a guy in my life that made a difference in my life in youth ministry. Mm-hmm. And so, and it changed my trajectory right. in my life. And so just where you're willing to serve, um, that's what I would love love to see is that through this process is that personally I would like to see that change and that's why I put on there pray and serve is pray remind me to slow down and pray but then also to serve and go okay remind me that this pastor search team is a service to first of all the Lord but more importantly to the not more importantly but to the church as well and so we want to make sure that we're serving the church because we want a well qualified person Mm -hmm. but at the same time we need who Sagemont needs yeah absolutely <clears throat> and Absolutely. Every, every flock is different. Yeah. And so finding that leader with the heart yeah. that God has called for our specific That's church right. would be amazing. And there's so much we as a church body can be doing right now. Absolutely. The waiting isn't sitting back and waiting. It's, Lord, what are you calling us to do right now? 
in the waiting. Correct. As we're waiting. I Absolutely. love that. Absolutely. We can, we really can make change and grow yeah. um, and be a difference maker here yeah. in our area right now with, with what we have, with the resources we have. And we have a ton of wonderful staff members, you, Absolutely. Wes Holloman, Stuart, all those yeah. guys um, that really can make it happen yeah. um, on that piece. So lots and of so really neat things. Get involved. There's so much here at Sagemont. Jump Absolutely. in. Get involved. There's tons of places to serve. Um, I will say this, just so folks know, the search team right now is meeting every Sunday. That's correct. From two to four. Two to four. So, I mean, y'all just stop and think about the commitment that they have said yes to the Lord and yes to this place. Yes. That every Sunday for two hours and on Sunday afternoon, when most of us are taking a nap. <laughs> That's using my nap time. Right. So I'm you gonna gave re- up nap. Yes. <laughs> and I will say, you know, talking with the team uh, the last two Sundays, it's amazing how committed they are. Yes. And how they bear the responsibility and the importance of this team. It's not like, a, oh, yeah, I can make it sometimes. I mean, right. they're, they're re- rearranging schedules. I had one guy that was he was going to be late. Uh, we couldn't make one meeting and he was trying to change his flight to get back. See, and I was like, yeah. that's, that's someone that's committed. And so it's been amazing to get to yes. know everybody on the team and yeah. see their level of commitment. Yes. I and mean, that's exciting to be on the team that's it that is. committed. Yes. And it's exciting for us as a church to be able to go, look what this group is willing to do for right. the Lord and for Sagemont Church. And we need to champion them. We need to pray for them. We need to encourage them. So Absolutely. They're, I'm so excited that they're doing that. Fun. So right now at Sagemont, we are getting ready to really have a specific focus on prayer. We've started it and we have some other things coming that I'm excited about, but right now we're in 57 days of prayer started on Easter Sunday. It is leading and pushing us toward June 4th, which is the 57th anniversary of Sagemont Church. A lot Church. of 57s here. I, I like it. It was so cool when we were like, it's our 57th anniversary. Oh, you never figured that 50- out, like counted the days. Wes Holloman. Was it Wes Holloman? Shout Wes out to Wes Holloman. That was is on his phone counting, <laughs> counting, counting days. days on his calendar. And we were all like, oh, that's so fun. And just a, one of those nice little things that the Lord does for us. Absolutely. And we get to be excited about it. But um, hopefully Hopefully you got one of the 57 days of prayer calendars. If you didn't, you can find it on our website and join along every single day. There's a specific thing that as a church body we're focused on and we're praying for. And it is leading us towards June 4th. Plan to be here if you can. It's going to be a super fun day, a celebration for our anniversary. Absolutely. Um, But so we're talking about prayer. Yes. Well, you know what's exciting? Not only just a 57 day piece that happened to work out, but on our very first meeting a couple Sundays ago, the prayer for that day was on unity. Cool. And uh, Brother Stewart brought that out. And it was just amazing how, you know, you get a team together for the first time and whoever, I don't know, they didn't know we were going to meet that time, but that happened to be unity. I think that's a God thing going, okay, how do we become unified as a team? And so it's fantastic. It was great that we we prayed through that and go, okay, that's, that's the focus of our entire team. It's been really neat to my magnets hanging on my fridge and to, excuse me, each day look at it and just go, I'm praying about this. But yeah. so are thousands of other people mm-hmm. all focused in on this that we're praying for. And there's today. different parts of the church, but also the community, yes. the yes. homeless. We're on yes. there, you know, and it's things that you, I don't routinely think about sometimes to right. pray, but it's, it's good to have thing. a prompt to go, okay, let's pray for that specifically today. Yeah, to be reminded of those things. So I want to ask you just talk a little bit about your personal prayer life. Sure. Where you're at right now in this season. Um, uh, 
if you have tools or tips or resources that you're using that help you in your prayer life, um, what, what, where is your prayer life right now? Absolutely. Um, I would say I don't have tips or tools or big resources. Uh, and so, but it's an important part. Yeah. Um, I do. I read a book when I was younger. I should have looked up the name of it before I came, um, but it was about the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir and yeah. how it started out as a prayer service. Really? And, uh, that just hit me in college for some reason. Interesting. And was like, wow, okay, how powerful prayer can be, yeah. you know, and I don't know who said it, but it's possible to move men by prayer alone. Um, and, you know, I'm a big, I try to make it happen myself, you know, and yeah. make that, but it reminds me when I pray that, you know what, if I just pray for this, it's very possible that God can move in the hearts of others sure. without me doing anything else. Now, when I'm done with it, I'll try to figure out how can I move and help with that. But sometimes yeah. prayer is just necessary um, on that piece. So I listen to a podcast, I, read, I listen to the Bible and then I listen to a podcast that goes along with that uh, uh -huh. segment. And so I'll pray before that. Um, and then throughout the day, just as awesome. you see needs and stuff like that. Yes. So I don't have a set plan. Um, I'd right. love to hear what others have. I know, and, I'm excited and the accountability to hear. Yeah. over these 57 days. It's been yeah. nice to have that 57 yes. days um, and to know, okay, there's something that everybody is praying mm -hmm. with that we're doing in mm -hmm. unity um, on that piece. And yeah. so, but it's been really neat. One thing I've loved that I've seen, I feel like over the last days and leading into this is just even on Sunday mornings or Wednesdays, or even just during the work day, when we're walking around the church, seeing people stopped and praying, yes. like immediately saying, Hey, you're going through that. Let me pray for you right now. Mm -hmm. And hopefully that is something we want to build that muscle of prayer. Absolutely. And, privately and corporately and one-on-one -on -one and praying for our kids and our friends and building that and being purposeful to talk about it. So right. thank you for sharing. We around the, around the dinner table, it's always yeah. interesting with three boys um, because you've got, we got one that he will, he's ready to pray because he's ready to eat. Right, he just wants to pray. <laughs> and pray. so we're like, hey, Charlie, would you like to pray today? And sometimes I go, oh no, I'm good. Yeah. You know, and so we'll move on. But then every now and then they'll surprise, I like to pray. And, and then what they pray for can sometimes be so sweet. Yes. Um, and then other times we sit there staring at each other sometimes until right. Here I go, okay, it's our turn this time. Right. We get to, we're, we're, the, we're the parents. We get to pray today. Yes. So it's a really neat thing that we are focused on. And um, I'm excited to get to hear from all of our different guests on Table Talk, just where their prayer life Absolutely. is and how they're working through that. Because it's so encouraging. I think sometimes people think everybody else's prayer life is perfect. Oh yeah. You think it's all reading scripture and all, and all that stuff. And all the stuff. And to sometimes go, you know what, this is a season where I'm struggling yeah. to talk to the Lord, or this is a season where my prayer time is in the shower. And because that's the only time I'm alone Absolutely. all day long, or, you know, when I drive in the car or different things like that. And knowing that our prayer life is a lifetime of prayer and Correct. it's going to have seasons and different ebbs and flows. And so and hopefully honesty, just in it, you know, people being yeah, able to share that, that, Hey, yes. look, it's not, uh, if you don't read the Bible every day or don't pray every day that that's okay. You know, yeah. now we always want to try to do better. Right. Uh, but it's good to encouraging to hear that. Oh, there are other people that struggle that's with right. that too. And don't, don't have a set pray, uh, at this time every single day. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's encouraging to hear that and hopefully that's helpful. It is um, encouraging because here's the deal. There's not a special way to do it. But we're supposed to do it. Absolutely. And I think sometimes we get caught in the how. The formalities. Instead of and the, the, just the do. And so um, encourage all of us. Pray. Absolutely. Spend time talking to the Lord. Luke, thanks so much for coming thanks and sharing today. I really appreciate it. it I think really it's good. so important for us as a church body to know what's going on yes. with our pastor search team and this process. And like I said, over the next few weeks, uh, come back, join us on Table Talk again. I'm going to have 
like I said, the whole, the whole search team. team individually is going to get to there's some come. wonderful people on that team. So it's going to be great. Great. So many great people. And so we really want you to get to know them. I'm excited to get to know a lot of them better. And so you're going to be seeing those. Come back and join us. Luke, thanks so much for being the first one to come and have this conversation about the pastor search team. Thank we, you. Um, I will speak for Sagemont Church. Sure. Thank you. We're praying for you. Um, we're praying alongside of you. And we are here to do whatever comes up along the way that you're like, hey, church family, we need y'all to do this thing. Thank you so much. Um, we believe that. And yeah. it's, it's nice to know that we have people doing that Absolutely. and praying for us um, because it is a big responsibility. But we know we serve a God that is totally in control. And then to have a team that we have, but also the church behind us, um, we know it's possible. Um, and Amen. it makes that responsibility a little bit easier in the context of that. It's exciting. It's, yes, I mean, looking to the future. You know, looking into the future to see, Lord, what are you going to do? We're excited to see how he's going to move mm -hmm. and getting to be a part of that. I went to visit fun. our home office and one of the things that Dan Cathy said about about Chick-fil-A is that, you know, we have a museum um, of our past, but he, but he said, he look across the street, that's our museum of the future. Mm. And it was bigger. It had some stores in it, some fake stores in it and how you yeah. can work. And he said, you know, if our museum of the past is bigger than our museum of the future, then we have a problem. Mm. Um, we want to look ahead. And that's what's exciting is that we that. have, especially at Sagemont, a dynamic 57 years yes. history, which is really rich. But to go, how can we even do that better down the line? And what does it look like 57 years? years from now yeah. or five years from now That's or right. a month from now. Yeah. Um, and God is the like. same yesterday, today, today and tomorrow. Forever. So what he's done, he is going to continue to do. And so we get to look with anticipation at what God has in store for Absolutely. all of us. So thank you so much for coming to hang out today. My pleasure. I appreciate it. Thanks y'all for hanging out yes. and being a part of Table Talk. We hope you will join us again. Thanks for being here.